When was the last time you made friends with a complete stranger? Not a person you met through mutual friends. And honestly, I don't even think online dating counts. Because in that case, at least you know a little bit about the person. What they look like, some movie quote that represents their personality. But in this case, I'm talking about a complete stranger. A person who you would not have met in any other way except for this instance of strange, ineffable chance. Something you could call maybe fate. Well, there's one place in the world that orchestrates meetings like this on a regular basis. To get there, you're going to have to travel 500 nautical miles from the nearest landmass because it's way out on an island. And it's not the kind of place you might expect to make a new friend. It's a post office. I'm Dylan Thuris, and this is Atlas Obscura, a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. And today, we're taking you to Post Office Bay on the Galapagos Islands. It's a post office where stamps mean nothing, because this post office is run completely on luck and the goodwill of the people who happen to visit. More after this. If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites— along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies west. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. No matter what you're a fan of, Texas has the trip for you. There's the trip to Texas and the trip. Or maybe you're the kind of fan who'd prefer a trip to Texas or a trip. Either way, go to TravelTexas.com slash get your own for the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. You never get to be in a place where I guess they don't see that many humans. By they, I mean like animals. (laughs) This is Carissa Chen. She's a writer based in Taipei, Taiwan, and she's worked with Atlas Obscura before. She actually contributed to our latest book, Gastro Obscura. And right after Christmas of 2019, she visited the Galapagos Islands with her family. Her mom had always wanted to go. And so you would just like see these like baby sea lions or like, you know, like just like lying on the beach and you'd like walk up to them and they would just kind of stare at you like lazily, like, okay, whatever. The Galapagos Islands are famously remote. They're about 600 miles off the coast of Ecuador and they're home to tons and tons of animals and plants that aren't found really anywhere else on Earth. This natural bounty is famous for inspiring Charles Darwin to help formulate his theory of evolution. I just thought like we were going to the Galapagos and that was, it was like, 
tortoises and finches. <laughs> and, like, and like that was what we were going to see. But then something else grabbed her attention. Their tour brought them on a boat to an island called Floriana. And there on Floriana, off a walking path near the beach, there was a little wooden barrel on a post with a tiny roof covering it. It's like this like sandy section of the island. And um, there's just like this like wooden structure. It kind of looks like a birdhouse, like a bigger birdhouse. That's when their guide explained to them that this little birdhouse was something else entirely. It was a mailbox. And it had been there for hundreds of years. And when you go in, when you like open it, there's like a bunch of plastic bags filled with postcards. Starting around the 1700s, the Galapagos Islands became a really popular stopping point for sailors on whaling voyages. Think, you know, Moby Dick. It was super dangerous work, and it also meant that sailors were out on the sea away from home for months or even years at a time. And along the line, someone said, hey, there are so many crews passing through this island, through the Galapagos, that maybe there could be a way to send messages along. So a little ad hoc post office was set up. One sailor in 1814 described it in his journal as pretty much just a box nailed to a post. But you put your letter inside and then just hope that a vessel passing through in the future might be headed to the place that you wanted your letter to go. And another sailor would deliver it for you. There was no guarantee, of course, that your letter would ever make it to its destination. I mean, it, it, it probably wouldn't. The, the, the odds were against you. But maybe, maybe some stranger would do this thing for you. Carissa found that idea strangely and deeply romantic. There's this, like, little precious, like, not monetarily precious, but just, like, a thing that means a lot to only a few people. It's only meaningful to a couple of people. And yet, you know, people are safeguarding that through bad weather, through storms, through, you know, rough seas, through whatever. All just so that, like, the recipient gets this little piece of news that lets them know about their, you know, their dear ones back on this island. So, like, I don't know, I just, I felt like that was, it's really poignant. Amazingly, the post office bay tradition is still going strong hundreds of years later. There's only one rule. Deliver them by hand and get them to the person. No using the regular postal service. Hand delivered all the way. And I didn't know if it was like, you know, you take them back and then you like slip in their mailbox. But like I took it really literally, like deliver it by hand, like meet up with the person and give it to them. So Carissa filled out some postcards addressing some to herself and others to friends. And then she went through the mailbox looking for ones that she could deliver. She dug and she dug looking for postcards being sent to Taiwan. Finally, she found one. So I got a message from Carissa. She said, oh, I got your postcard. Where do you live? I tell her, oh, really? I can get a postcard so quickly. I cannot imagine. And we find out, actually, we live in the same city. This is Alex Wen. He's a tour guide based in Taipei, and his job has taken him to tons of super cool places, places like Machu Picchu, where he's been 14 times. And in 2019, he finally made his first trip to the Galapagos Islands and to Post Office Bay. 
At the post office, his tour guide fished through the box and called out where each postcard was from. Like, anybody going to New York? Uh, what about Mexico City? There were exactly zero from Taiwan. In Taiwan, actually, very, very few people have the experience to there because it's very, very far from Taiwan. <laughs> far as in, took Alex about 20 hours to get there. So as he dropped his postcard into the box, he had very, very low hopes of ever seeing it again. Actually, I don't expect anything. I think I left this postcard. Maybe it will take two or three or more years. And then I will receive this postcard. Carissa came home from her trip in January. She unpacked, settled in, and about a week later, happened to check her mail. And she found a postcard from the Galapagos. Her postcard. And it was mailed. And I was like, that wasn't the agreement. (laughs) Yeah, someone had just picked it up and then dropped it in the mail. A pretty major post office bay faux pas. Like, why did you do that? (laughs) That took all the fun out of it. So I was, like, pretty sad about that. It made Carissa even more determined to hold up her end of the bargain with the postcard that she'd picked up. And that's when she remembered the sender had written their username for a messaging app that's popular in Taiwan. So, naturally. He was, like, super excited. He was like, oh, my God. Like, I can't believe, like, it actually found someone. I thought it was going to take so much longer. But he was so excited. (laughs) I know what you're thinking. Is this the start of a rom-com? Carissa was just a girl traveling with her mom. Alex was a boy who'd been all over the world. They weren't looking for love, but love found them. I know, so many people said that. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Like, every person I told this to was like, oh my God, this is the meat cute. <laughs> and Alex looked up Chris's picture and w- was kind of like, uh, oh. And also I find, oh, Chris, actually, she's a very beautiful lady. So I thought, oh, I saw the picture. Oh, <laughs> it's a beautiful lady. So it's like a, a dating, you know, <laughs> it's very, it's, it's very special experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so we like made plans to meet like the next day or something and, you know, by this like restaurant, like actually right near where I live. So we quickly find one day and I book one uh, Chinese restaurant and we meet there and eat a xiao long bao, you know, it's like uh, anything. And it's a Chinese food. Yeah. Chinese restaurant. Carissa says she was kind of nervous. I got there early on purpose because I was like, I do not want to be the person to like scanning like the room to be like, are you, are you the person I'm looking for? (laughs) Like on an awkward blind date kind of thing. Um, I was waiting outside and he saw me and he like immediately, he said, he said, oh, like you must be Carissa. Like you look like an American. <laughs> and I was like, is that obvious? Like, I look like, and he was like, yeah, you look like an American. So he was like, I knew it had to be you. <laughs> so, yeah. And then they actually had a really nice lunch. It helped that they had something in common to chat about. They could talk about the Galapagos and being interested in travel. 
the conversation like flowed pretty easily and like we got along. So yeah, it was it was really cool. There was just one big problem with our our meet cute. Well, actually two. A lot of time I already have my girlfriend. <laughs> He was engaged. He's married by now. And like, I have a boyfriend. So, but, you know, that is not to say that it couldn't happen, right? Like somebody else might have delivered their postcard and now they're like married to the person. <laughs> like very, very cute story. I wish. Yeah. I mean, if my life was a movie, that would be like the perfect setup. <laughs> So Carissa and Alex's postcard exchange didn't end up resulting in a whirlwind romance. But that's okay. It did result in something pretty rare. A meeting with a perfect stranger that turned into a friendship. The most important is uh, you can meet a new friend. I think there is something special about like having shared that connection and just like knowing that, that that's possible. You know, that like... Not everyone in the world is scary. You need to be suspicious of them and that you can bring a postcard to somebody and have a great lunch and like be excited to have like met met them, you know, through this very roundabout way that feels very like pure in some ways. Next time you're in the Galapagos Islands, you can stop by and leave a postcard at the post office bay on the island of Floriana. It's totally free. It might never get to its destination. But on the other hand, you might also make a new friend. Special thanks to Carissa Chen and Alex Wen for telling us their stories about Post Office Bay. This podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. This episode was produced by Amanda McGowan. Our production team includes Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Willis Ryder Arnold, Sarah Wyman, Manolo Morales, McKenna Smith, Gianna Palmer, Tracy Samuelson, John Delore, Peter Clowney, Guinevere Govea. Our technical director is Casey Holford. This episode was mixed by Luce Fleming. Our theme music and end credits are by Sam Tyndall. And I'm Dylan Thuris, wishing you all the wonder in the world. Talk to you soon. Witness Docs from Stitcher. No matter what you're a fan of, Texas has the trip for you. There's the trip to Texas and the trip. Or maybe you're the kind of fan who'd prefer a trip to Texas or a trip. Either way, go to TravelTexas.com slash get your own for the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. What makes a Carnival Cruise fun? That's up to you. Maybe it's a ride on boat, a roller coaster at sea, or a deep tissue massage at the spa. Creole-inspired cuisine at Emerald's Bistro to laid-back bites at Guy's Burger Joint. Excursions that take you from jungle adventures to beach days at Mahogany Bay and sunsets from the top deck. Long story short, no one does fun like Carnival. Carnival. Choose fun. Ships Registry, Bahamas, Panama.